0: In My Mug, episode 381 on Monday, the 29th of February 2016. I am your host, Stephen Layton. Welcome to my mug, mo- <laughs> welcome to the news, and I'm still ill because it's the same day. Oh, anybody who watched last week's In My Mug saw that I was ill, and I've had to record two today because I'm currently in Guatemala. Um, and I didn't want to risk the chance of not being able to get the files uploaded and all the rest because I've had so many issues while traveling of getting the video, of getting the files back. Um, but hopefully there will be something a little special for you in a, in a little while. So, Barista Tells are back. So, here we have the black one. And here we have the red one. Or is it the black one and here we have the red one. But anyway these are our barista towels uh, no that's right actually that's the red one that's the black one because they've got the tags to have the right way um, a fourth or fifth incarnation Now they've been very popular um, and uh, you should definitely go take a look at them and buy some they are very useful for your espresso machine cleaning your steam wand cleaning down your side just somewhere to put your coffee paraphernalia on you should definitely do it go for it um, and these are new to the site as well Um, They are called Latte Art Dice So, ever want to play Latte Art Throwdown with your friends? Well, here's the dice, so you roll it and then you have to come up with the design to go for it I think they're really cool Um, Come up with by Sonali, Sonali is our new wholesale uh, manager and um, she's like a field manager looking after all of our wholesale customers. Uh, also competing in the um, uh, Coffee Masters in London Coffee Festival. So if any of you are going along to London Coffee Festival, pop in and cheer on St. Ali, who's going to be competing there. Um, but yeah, lots of fun. You should definitely buy these two. Um, they are expensive, but they're, they're handmade and they're very beautiful. Right, so that was Focus On. No, that wasn't Focus On. Now it's focus on. So here we are in rainy El Limon, um, going down to the drying patios. Just behind me there, you can see the the whole washing station and all of the processing that gets done up there. Um, Just up there, we've got some accommodation where the workers can sleep um, while they're doing the processing. Um, Unfortunately the rain kind of caught them out so these lots here that are drying on the patios pretty much right off but luckily everything else was able to be gathered up just behind there. Um, Let's see what else I can show you so we should go down to these other patios just down here. don't know why I've got sunglasses on really don't need them today Uh, but if we look down here this is where all of the dirty water gets reprocessed and a lot of the pulp gets sorted which will then be put all over the plants you can just see that down there that down there is what they call like they're they're the floaters they're the bad coffee that you don't really want to do anything with they really won't spend time kind of scooping those up Um, yeah it's really not very good coffee and these are the seconds so these are seconds that they'll do with the naturals again this is local market consumption stuff can't be bothered to cover it over really Um, and then if you just get behind you get a better shot of that whole washing process station a weird focus on but a good focus on I think you'll agree I actually don't know what that focus on is going to be at the minute, it might be something I record in Guatemala, I'm hoping it might be something I record on El Limón, which is this week's coffee. Um, You might recall this story, I've said it a few times, but a couple of years ago, uh, my friend Roel, Roel Rodas, um, who you may know from being the World Barista Champion 2012, um, wanted me to go visit this farm with him that he was buying coffee from. Uh, and because it's Raul, all I kind of said, yeah. I mean, that's why I'm in Guatemala now. It's for his wedding. Um, I'm actually uh, been invited to go along. Um, we're really good pals, um, and it's really cool for us to really cool to hang out with him. Um, so when we went to El Limon. Um, it took us around about an hour, an hour's drive from Guatemala City to the small town of Palenthia, Um The farm sits around about 1600 metres above sea level and he's owned by uh, the coolest dude. Um, He really is a dude too. He's he's Guadalupe Alberto Reyes, but everybody calls him Beto. Uh, Beto used to be the mayor of Palencia and has helped kind of push the town forward and develop it. And everywhere he goes, everyone's waving at him and he's really a bit of a celebrity around there. Um, Palencia is not part of the eight regions of coffee that Ana Café have put together, but I love that fact. I love the fact that we're in places where nobody else really is. Like Antigua, for instance, I love Antigua. But Antigua is somewhere that there's, there's an awful lot of coffee buyers go to. You don't see nobody at Palenthia. Um And we found this little gem amongst all of these farms who are doing some amazing stuff. Um, the farm produces Keturah and Bourbon, uh, but it's experimenting with things like Pacamara. Um, it's exper- experimenting with uh, Pacas, um, he's doing a whole heap of other stuff around the farm, and he's been doing a whole heap of new planting as well ever since we got involved. Um, just because he's motivated and excited by uh, the farm again. He's done a lot of building work, um, maybe you got to see that in the focus on, I hope so. But um, he's built some accommodation, he's built a cupping lab, um, and he's really taken some focus on the farm yeah, and, and taken some focus on quality. Um, and that's with the help of people like Raul, uh, but also um, his wife, his son is working on the farm and he's also um, uh, going to university to study agronomy. Um, His brother also works the the dry mill. Um, So like, there's a whole heap of people who Beto trusts working to make everything better. Um, And I think that dedication and that quality just shines through in the cup, it really does. Um, The way he's been able to separate lots, have control over the quality, and um, put them into separate pickings, separate, separate days pickings, been able to do things like naturals that he'd never done before, and doing things like this lot. So this lot was a honey process uh, honey process lot, which we've talked about before. When you move, remove the cherry, you end up with a sticky mucilage stuck to the seed. It's a bean, but it's a seed, not a bean, but you know what I mean. The coffee bean has, it's not a bean, but yeah, I'm arguing with myself again, aren't I? Now, it depends how much mucilage you take off to which honey it is. This one has most of the mucilids left on, which tends to make it a little bit more natural, um, a little bit more funky. Um, excuse me, sorry. I say, I'm really not well. Um, and uh, dark, like, like it, you you look at it and it actually looks like black all over the seed, but once I've removed the parchment, you don't see any difference in the green at all. Um, this was an experiment that... Myself, Raul, and uh, Beto came up with. So we literally just sat around and said, "What if we did this? Like, can we have a go at it? Let's have a go." And um, yeah, these these this is the um, the result of it. I actually remember the conversation quite clearly because every time I go to Beto's, I go for food. His wife is the best cook, like the best cook. I've been three times now, and three times I've had one of the most amazing meals of my life. Very simple. Uh, Very traditional, but very, very, very delicious. Um, Very, very good indeed. Okay, I'm going to whack you on pause. I'm going to go and get tasting delicious drinks, and I'm going to get this over with before I die. So what I say now is, look at me waving. Look at us go up. Let's go up, 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 and away. And um, we're going to go up, and we're going to look at. well, that was a bit different. Um, we're gonna go up, and we are gonna go to our left. I'm not gonna hold any suspense here whatsoever. We are going to Central America. Um, I'm happy about it. I hope you are, because it's delicious coffee. Um, we are gonna go and look at Central America, so we can see there we've got Guatemala, we've got Honduras, Nicaragua, Costa Rica, Panama. But we're interested in Guatemala there, so let's go down to the to to Guat, and um, we can see that we have a fact for you. There are about 21 different original Mayan languages that are still spoken in Guatemala today. You may need that for a pub quiz at some point or uh, to bore a loved one. Um, But let's go down. And this is an original area for us to be buying coffee from. It's the first time we've ever bought from here. Um, Last year was the first time. And um, Let's just have a quick look. So this is Beto's house. So that's looking at Palenthia. You can see that in the distance. And that is the view you get from sitting at the table um, at, uh, at his house. And I've sat there and had dinner and just loved it. So we can see the lowest point is uh, Pacific Ocean. The highest point is uh, Tra- Tra- Trajmulco Traj- Volcano. I've probably pronounced that and ripped it apart. Um, but um, let's get a different, slightly different angle at it. So you see Guatemala City there. Um, Guatemala City, we've talked about with El Bosque, how the urban sprawl of the city has really reached out to the very edges. Um, you never used to be able to see Guatemala City from Palencia. Now you can. Um, it's, it's just crazy. That's how much that city just keeps growing and growing. And the planning laws are so lax and so open that it's eating up all of this farming land that's always been there, um, You know, and has always been a a part of Guatemala. So there you go, just whizzing around there. That's Guatemala City, you can see in the distance. And you really can see that clearly uh, from from Beto's house. It's just unbelievable for the vistas. Um, It's uh, uh, one of the most beautiful places I've sat and. uh, eating amazing food. Have I mentioned Beto's amazing food? Because I keep going on about it, but he fed me twice, and the two times he fed me, I think he saved my life. When you're travelling and eating in restaurants and eating in terrible places, it just is having somebody there to kind of go, have some home-cooked food, and looking after you, and sitting on the, looking out at this beautiful, beautiful view. Um, really recharge my batteries for the second half of the trip. Um, so there we go. We're going to come down and just look at, that's Palencia where he was mayor, um, that's kind of what he did uh, That's Everybody knows him in town As we were driving round People were bipping their horns and waving at him And I don't think it was in an aggressive way I think it was in a loving way So that was the wonderful And a little bit longer than normal Map bit
1: Okay maybe I wasn't
0: Maybe you were going to see the map bit I really am befuddled I really really am befuddled um, I know the mat bit is great for, for this farm So I hope you enjoyed that But now it's time for Roland's Daft Fact of the Week. The top five exported products from Guatemala is coffee, gold, precious metals, bananas and raw sugar. But coffee is by far the biggest. He's right, it is, coffee is by far their biggest export and super important to Guatemala. This time I'm going to whap you on pause and I'm going to go and make tasting delicious drinks and be back with you in just a second. So just to prove I am waiting on hand and foot here at been. we have a delivery of my coffee. I really don't pop off and go and fetch the coffee. So hello to the nice people Chris. Hello nice people. <laughs> that's Chris who does all of the emails, so whenever you email in and you get a nice person, that's him. Um, if you get past to me, you've been naughty. Uh, anyway, into the coffee. Yeah, no Chris is awesome. Chris used to be shop manager of Shrewsbury Coffee House, one of our coffee shops that we supply in Shrewsbury, funnily enough. And he's um, amazing. So. I love this process. I love this process and what they've done with it. It's a little different to the normal black because they've kind of took their own take on it. They've been turning it a lot more. And then what you get is this beautiful sweetness and creaminess and cleanness colliding with this, like, boozy kind of cherry, funky fruit kind of coming together. And it just works really well. But where I know it works really, really well is in here. And here, it powers through. But it's not just funk. There's sweetness. The milk works with that kind of black forest, gato kind of cherry sweetness the creaminess and just brings it all out that is delicious as ill as I am and milk at the minute really is not what I want to do I, I, I do this for you people um, it's a fantastic cappuccino it's one I will definitely go back to once I'm well enough to enjoy it properly now in the filter coffee I probably don't like it as much as I do these two um, probably my least favourite. I would say cappuccino is my favourite. Espresso, second. Filter, third. And the reason for that is it is a bit funky. (laughs) Like, I know some of you are going to hate this coffee, but I'm hoping that the vast majority of you love it because um, it really is It's a great cappuccino. It's a great espresso. It's good brewed coffee, it's just not my bag. Anyway, time to wrap up. Thank you for joining me, as always. (laughs) Do remember don't eat dodgy food from dodgy takeaways on a Tuesday night in Birmingham and uh, life is too short for bad coffee.